You are now listening to Kindred Spirits Podcast on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. And welcome into Kindred Spirits here on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. Ted here, John here, here to break down uh, the Washington Spirit. Finally, finally have a game. There's a game we can actually talk about. There's 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 stuff happened. No goals, uh, but well, there was a game. We can we can yeah. ascertain for sure there was a game. There was 90 minutes of soccer in the opening round of the Challenge Cup uh, on Paramount Plus. Going on all week, kind of excited, excited to see that back. Obviously, we had. Uh, probably the the headliner of the of the weekend was the two expansion teams facing off. MLS should take it like a like when they have like two expansion teams up, just have them play each other. Like just make that like your opening match. And then people won't see how bad they are. That's a good point. That is a good point. <laughs> I was gonna Even say that I, MLS is low, would be low. That's like two guaranteed national team or national coverage events. So they're like, well, yeah, we, we need two of those. We're not gonna waste yeah, them all enough. once. That would be crazy. But yeah, a Challenge Cup is back. Some people are happy. If you listen to the Andy Sullivan interview, that may not include Andy Sullivan, but other people are excited. Fans are excited to watch soccer again, that's for sure. Yep. And I, and I think it's, uh, you know, I, I kind of thought about this and I'm like, you know, this would be cool. Like if, if MLS did something like this and said, rather than like having a bunch of like preseason games that are strewn about all over the place that don't really matter. What if we just did a tournament? What if we just had something on ESPN Plus? Fans could watch it. It'd be an actual tournament with prize money on the line. But it basically, yeah, it would just be a, a tune-up for the season. Like we play it, like do go to Florida. You could call it MLS is back. Yeah, you could call it MLS is back. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Go to go to Florida in non-pandemic, right. non-pandemic times, uh, and just play a play play a little tournament, or go to some warmer parts of the country. You know, spread it out a little bit. Do whatever you have to do. I think it would be. I, I kind of like the. I kind of like the um, uh, the aspect of this is kind of like a preseason game. You get to season. It was very much preseason. It looked both these teams very much early in preseason. Um, you, you should have it in any market that you want to expand to. That's like that's their auditions. Like, all right, you really want this team? <laughs> let's see how many games you can sell out for preseason MLS. Let's see your let's see your level of interest. Anyway, enough <laughs> enough MLS. Let's get into some NWSL talk. Yes, uh, I was trying to shift it back to NWSL talk, but yes, zero zero draw from the spirit uh and uh and orlando pride uh interesting so about the first 15 minutes i thought the spirit were going to run away with it stop like, almost scored minutes. trinity almost stop. scored mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a there was a number of opportunities where they were under siege and also you know chris ward had been talking in the week ahead you know in our interview with him he sort of said this is going to be a preseason tournament for us and that's how we're going to play it uh we'd like to win but we don't really you know it's not the most important thing but sort of he wanted to see how much sort of in a similar to murder ball Lasada style the the frantic forward press they wanted to see he wanted to see the spirit do that and they did for about 20 minutes and it resulted in the pride turning the ball over a lot uh in their own half and and the spirit getting a lot of opportunities could not dunk the ball on any of them uh but you know and you also can't go you can't do that for 90 minutes in your first in your first preseason game either but i i think it was a promising little bit of of what you could hope to see if this team gets into a uh, again to steal the dc united gets into a like losada level of fitness that would be a pretty scary thought for anyone else that's uh facing them 
Yeah, I thought I thought Tara Tara Mikion especially I thought had a very strong opening first 15 20 minutes. Nearly got a goal. Uh made a nice really pass that was sort of dummied by Ashley Sanchez. Ashley Sanchez, the queen of NWCL of just trying stuff. I thought she had some really good uh really good moves. Um so very very excited to see her out see all those players out on the field. Uh, but Tara's gonna, I, I, Tara's going to have a big 22. That is yeah. that is my belief. If, if you're if you're new or just haven't really paid close attention, she came in to the season after her uh, college season ended. So she got here about halfway uh, and had a week off to graduate, and then was 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 in the lineup, I believe, out of a, due, due to a little bit of a player shortage <laughs> situation. So she was learning on the fly, and I think she got better as the season progressed. I think she scored last year. I don't think she. I don't think she's on zero. Uh, but but I think that particularly with Ashley Hatch being now. Uh, a regular starter and scorer for the U.S. Women's National Team, she's going to have a lot more opportunities to play in her preferred position uh, this season, I think. So Tara uh, uh, is a player to sort of look out for this year to really really take a big step, I think. 23 appearances and one goal. There we go. Um, in, in the league. So, but yeah, but she, she, she was a player that definitely grew uh, grew a lot last year. And I think, I think she started out the strongest of, of, of a lot of the players out there. Uh, other than that, it was, you know, kind of a sloppy game. A lot of, a lot of fouling, uh, not, a, not a whole lot after that first 15 minutes for, I think maybe Orlando started to get a better of the ball, but, uh, after the first team at 15 minutes, uh, I think the spirit kind of maybe ran out of gas a little bit and they were just kind of like stepping back, kind of took off, took their foot off the pedal a bit and, uh, let sort of Orlando kind of back into that game. The, the, there were lots of complaints afterwards. Chris Ward did not like how Orlando was playing Ashley Hatch last year. Trinity Rodman was kicked up and down the field the entire game, oftentimes, particularly on the road, because players thought that that was the only way to get her out of the game and get her unsettled. And truthfully, it worked. Uh, and I'm curious to see how much that's going to be the, the the book on the spirit, sort of saying, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna Stoke City this. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna kick you up and down <laughs> the field. That's our plan. That's our entire strategy. And hopefully, something breaks for us on a on a counterattack or on, on a corner kick." I, I I think that it was interesting to me that they put out a very very strong first eleven. Uh, this was basically mm-hmm. uh, there were some players that you, uh, some spots maybe maybe not, but for the most part that was uh, your first choice eleven. And just to quickly run down that, uh, the eleven was. Uh, I don't have it in front of me anymore. Sorry, uh, but it was it was your it was your normal starting eleven, unfortunately. Uh, and it did not it did not make too much of a difference. No one no one left injured. That's an important thing, uh, particularly as these games go. And there's another one on Friday, which we'll talk about here in a second. Uh, but that was that was the best uh, outcome I think you could hope for. Is uh is is no injuries. Your 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 players got an opportunity who hadn't had a chance to play with each other at all in the preseason. They had two preseason games canceled. Uh, due to things, I never really said why. I think maybe weather for one of them, but one of the one of them was snow. Yes, one of them was snow. So the eleven was Aubrey Kingsbury, Kelly O'Hara, Emily Sonnet, Sam Staub, Julia Rodar, Dorian Bailey, Andy Sullivan, Ashley Sanchez, Trinity Rodman, Ashley Hatch, Tara McKeown. So that's the that's your first choice eleven, pretty much. Uh, and the sub the subs that came in in the second half. Uh, Cameron Bogalski, Anna Halfordy, big fan there. Uh, so the, both both wingbacks came in at the right and left backs came in at the same time. Gabby Vincent for Andy Sullivan. Uh, that is a player to keep an eye out on. Chris Ward has numerous times talked about how much he thinks Gabby Vincent is going to be a player uh, for this team and not just in rotation, uh, sort of giving him selection headaches 
uh, when Andy's even here. I don't know if that's true. I think that's probably a little bit wishful thinking, but if he's got somebody that feels very close to Andy's output, that that's a good that's a good thing. And also, uh, draft pick Tanaya Alexander made her first appearance, and Taylor Eimer uh, came in for Mickey Owen in the 76th. So, uh, good preseason workout. No one got hurt. Uh, and and they and they're already coming home for their first opportunity here on Friday uh, against uh, New York or Gotham FC. Yeah, I'm trying to find the normally I forget who puts out the like NWSL like the the um, expected goals map. I bet you saw like expected goals be really high for the Spirit, probably close to one expected goal, and then it was kind of leveled off. And then it got the second half. I thought they came out and played a little bit better. Interesting. I think his sub patterns were interesting to me, and I looked at this because he subbed out pretty much every player, with the exception of maybe of Tara Mikione, every player who you would think would be missing for national teams. So I almost think he was trying to like get the rotations in of, of players that, that, that you might see uh, missing for national team games. And the spirit will have a lot. Uh, the spirit will have a whole lot. Uh, but I just Karina Rodriguez, who's had some time with the Mexican national team. I don't think she made an appearance in this game. She did not. Uh, so, uh, that, that was a little interesting. Again, limited amount of subs. I'm sure we'll see her. We'll see her out there and in, in, in uh, during at least one of these games. Um, I'm other cu- than that, like I'm curious yeah. after after going 90 minutes, both Ashley Sanchez and Ashley Hatch, who also returned from national team duty and the She Believes Cup, if you may not see them on Friday or maybe only see them for 30 minutes in the second half. I think that's entirely possible. Yeah, I think this was. Uh, let, let's get the starting lineup out. Let's get the band back together. I think you're Chris Ward. Obviously, you're disappointed. You couldn't put the ball in the back of the net, but I, I think you leave that saying we're still good. We're still a good team. You know, the, the 2021 last half of the season wasn't a fluke, just going off energy. Uh, this is still a really talented team, and I think it's going to be a, a, a fun season for the for the for the Washington Spirit to watch this year. So definitely like be checking out these games. They're on Paramount Plus. You already got the Champions League subscription. Fire that up. Um, and and you got some times. And you know, you're either doing that this week or you're watching the US men's national team. And I gotta tell you. I'm going to take the, the NWSL right now over watching the men's national team. Yep, that's a fact. Uh, <laughs> well, so let's preview the game on Friday. It's at yeah. uh, it's at Segra Field at 7.30 on Friday. So if you're you know trying to finalize your Friday plans, uh, you could go do that if you wanted to. I'm a little, not... a little frustrating they couldn't get this at Audi. I don't know. It's like DC's not using it. They're, they're on break this week. So I, I'm not sure why they couldn't get this at Audi. Also, uh, apparently, um, and I guess this had more to do with L.A., uh, but I think uh, Angel City's playing all their games out at like uh, Cal State Fullerton. Fullerton, I think it is. Uh, so again, a little interesting that they can't get these in like their actual stadium. My but. my guess is that ticket sales are sluggish for a preseason tournament, so the cost of using Audi would probably outstrip the benefit of the three thousand, four thousand tickets they're going to sell. So Segra, they can right. do it as a, on the cheap. That's my that's my guess. Uh, so Gotham approached. Uh, their first game against North Carolina in a similar way. Uh, many, many first choice players uh, played in the game. New, new signees, Ashlyn Harris, Allie Krieger, uh, both made their first appearance for the club. Uh, but Midge Purse, uh, Michelle Zer- uh, Zerboni, Didasco, who was the, I think, defender of the year last year. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and a, n- a number of players you would have seen in their normal 11 uh, started again in that 2 nothing loss to North Carolina. North Carolina is a team that is in a big big time transition. A lot of their players have been moved on, particularly in the attack. Um, so to lose two nothing to that team that's sort of figuring out, we'll we'll see what that's indicative of. Probably nothing because it's preseason. 
but that Gotham is going to be should be an interesting test. I remember last year uh, Gotham beat the Spirit at Segra, and, and I think it was a two nothing loss if I'm remembering correctly. It was one of the games I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, similar to Washington in their first game, it'll be interesting to see how many of those first choice players come on from the start. Particularly, this is like a, about a, about a week. They've gotten less than a week of rest between games in the preseason, so that may that may flavor things. Uh, Chris Ward could use this as an opportunity to let some of the injured injured players get maybe a little bit of a longer run out. Um, Bailey Feist, Jordan DiBiase, potentially th- names I'm thinking of. They have been limited in practice somewhat, so maybe they're not ready for game time yet. I know that they're more focused on getting them ready to play in the actual season, which is coming up kind of soon, uh, but. That's something to look at too, and also uh, Washington Spirit not necessarily very good at Segra Field. The field is the field. Both teams have to play on it, uh, but the Spirit have traditionally not not excelled there. I, I, I would, I'm very curious to do the the homework. Goals per game for the Spirit have to be a lot lower there than they than at Audi Field. I think that they just play better. <laughs> it, it was narrower, uh, slower. The ball bounced more. So, I you know. I don't know what to expect. It's a preseason game on a field that has unfavored them, but uh, still a great opportunity to see the team up close uh, here in, in the area. So hopefully if anyone's listening and trying to consider what their Friday plans are, you should consider going to Loudon and checking, checking them out. Hey, this is John. I just wanted to take a quick minute to thank you for listening to the show. If you'd like to support our work and keep this train running on time, there's a couple of ways that you can support us. First, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rfkrefugees. Any amount you'd like to give is great. Our Patreons will get the full audio of our shows on Monday night every week, a day or three days earlier than everyone else. You could also subscribe to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash rfkrefugees. You can either use your own money or utilize your one free monthly subscription if you have Amazon Prime. And lastly, you could buy merch. We have stickers and scarves available on rfkrefugees.com, and we'll have t-shirts available later this season. We love doing this show for you guys and appreciate all the support we've received over the years. Now, back to the show. Yeah, absolutely. Plenty of tickets available, I'm sure. Yeah, go out, support the team. Uh, Attendances were a little, I guess, a little weak. I think it was like not a, nothing above 10,000. Um, so that was certainly interesting. Obviously, you know, we'll see what happens when the uh, Portland comes to town. There's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of angst and, and very, very, very uh, rightful criticism um, involving uh, the port involving the Portland thorns and Portland timbers going on right now. So be curious to see what, what crowds and atmospheres look like there. I just noticed quickly before we transition to uh, some off the field news, Orlando's, form guide up to this up to this last game was five losses in a row uh <laughs> so they, they, they got their first point in six appearances against the spirit and and the spirit continue to never lose uh the spirit have still not lost since chris ward has taken over over yes. multiple seasons now it's going to happen eventually and it will be notable and something worth sort of saying when it actually happens but hasn't happened yet Yes, when when games have been actual played, it's just things that it's the like, they're like oh, we well, have two losses, but they're like the forfeit, the mm-hmm. COVID forfeit games, as as they've been as they've been called. I do not count them. I don't yes. care what that, I don't care yep. what the actual counting is. Uh, 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 go ahead. Everybody, everybody's bringing up like the caveat of like his record. Oh, but those two games were you know COVID forfeits, um, basically that he lost. So um, you want to talk Jersey, man? Let's talk Jersey. We finally have a kit, a release. Not, not a non cherry blossom uh, kit, but a kit nonetheless. Yeah, and it. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say this is this is interesting. They actually dropped two kits at once. Uh, yes. It appears that the very uh, very very boring away kit is going to stay 
because that's what was worn here in the first game with it with sort of a new sponsor. So that's that's that. I think what we have here on the screen, if you're watching the live feed, is the uh, I think that's the actual season jersey. So that's that's what you're going to see in the NWSL um, season as that's it is. what you. That's what you're going to be able to buy too. You Correct. Unfortunately, everybody was very disappointed they could not buy the community kit. Um, but I think that this definitely sort of a, a limited time run. I, you know, I, so I've seen this with, I've seen this with, uh, if you're not familiar. So I know like when I bought my like kickers Jersey, uh, it came in like this, like Adidas box that said like custom kit or something like that. So in my opinion, what I think is, what I think is, what I think is going on here is that Nike has the same thing. They have your standard kits or they have a custom kit you can pay. And then you have probably, you can, some of the other, you know, MLS teams, higher up teams can sort of pay to get a, a different kit. Um, this is probably, I, it will not surprise me is it, if you can go There's a template onto, yeah, like a template kit. It will not surprise me if you can go on like some of those like soccer magazines or soccer websites or go directly to Nike. If you get the, the catalog for like outfitting your like youth team, you would find this kit sitting out there. A bit disappointing in that regard. I think, um, I, I think for, for the spirit with everything going on with ownership, where the money's coming from general chaos to start the year, um, I, I just hope it's at least available because yeah. I want to keep, I want the kit with the star. I it's, think that's what everybody wants. It's pre it's pre-order available now and it'll ship at the end of April. I know lots of people have been asking, I will put my money where my mouth is. I am also going to start and continue to bang my drum. Michelle Kang, if you're listening to this and you're not, uh, please push for a Jersey that has a sewn on badge <laughs> in the future. I have a, I, this is my pet peeve. To have a to have a badge that is uh, iron on, which this one is, even with the single star. Uh, I think the answer here is we need to. They need to. The first the first problem is make these jerseys actually available for people to buy. Don't sell out halfway through the season. The season you win the championship. Step one, do that. Step two, fans buy it. Even if you don't love it, you got to prove a point here that, that it is worth them spending the money to go beyond the template kit. The template kit is the lowest cost for the team for, as far as implementation goes. If you want something better, put your money where your mouth is on this. Buy, buy, these, buy this jersey. Uh, we also, I don't know if we have a, the, an image of it here, but there's also the, the, what's the, the community kit that they're using during the Challenge Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got more of a, uh, the, the last year's kit had, uh, horizontal stripes, horizontal hoops. Uh, these are more diagonal, uh, and I think it looks really sharp. Honestly, out of the two, I would prefer to buy that, but we can't. They are being auctioned off for DC Scores. DC Scores is the presenting sponsor or whatever they would call it uh, on the jersey, so that's great for them. That's a, it's a showcase they wouldn't have been able to get and could not afford on the actual season jersey. Uh, we still do not know who the sponsor of this full season kit is. I assume that's coming soon. I probably by April, by the time the jerseys are actually for sale. That's got to be one of the similar to DC United. They were sort of waiting for that. There we go, right there. Um, I think that looks pretty good. Obviously, too, it's not it's not like a huge departure, but it is at least uh, I, I think a little bit more exciting. I think everybody everybody was kind of jumping on. Oh, I, I want to get that kit. That kit looks great. Let, let, let me jump up and get that kit. And then it's like, nope, sorry, can't. you can buy it in auction. So if you really you want it, auction. you can. <laughs> In a size that will not fit you, probably. That will not fit. Yes, unless unless you are unless you are a female athlete. Uh, that, that maybe who knows? Maybe 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 not. But that's the uh, that's the unfortunate situation there uh, for for fans. But 
you know, there's going to be a, a, ma- a male size, a, a, a woman size, and a kid size, all for pre-order. So if you want a kit bad enough with Washington Spirit on it and a player's name, you can do it. You just got to pre-order it. And it won't be this one. It'll be the other one. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, uh, kit, kit looks – the kit is the kit, and it's out, and it's available. If it's available, I will not complain at this point. Uh, maybe we'll get the, the Cherry Blossom kit next year that everybody wants. Apparently, like, everybody – like, every DC team is now jumping on. Like, apparently the Nationals, I guess, are doing it might be. Cherry Blossom. <laughs> it might be. That's, that's what I've heard. I, I, we'll see. Uh, the uh, Who are you going to get? Are you going to get a player name or are you going to leave it blank? I'm going to get a player name. I, I'm debating uh, – I. My wife's in the other room, so I, I, I've been tr- maybe trying to surprise her. She's become. Oh, a you don't have to say it. Ramen. You don't have to say. All right, all right. Tr. Got it. Fan. But uh, <laughs> but but that'll be for her, and I feel like I should get someone different. Um, so I'm so I'm looking. I, I obviously like Sanchez is like I guess the player I I enjoy watching the most. The sauce uh, so player. She, yes, she is. She is my front runner. Also, haven't turned down the idea of Ashley Hatch. I'm 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 thinking about it. Maybe maybe Andy Sullivan as well. I might go with Sanchez. I I have I have a, a soft spot for players that uh, have a sense of flair, um, and that's and that's what Sanchez had. It's why I got Acosta because he had that he had that flair ability. Hot dog Ted Meyer. That's what we all call you because you like the flair. <laughs> that's that's what we all know about you. I'm going. For, I'm going to get an Andy Sullivan jersey. Uh, if you've not had an opportunity to listen to the interview I did with her last week. Uh, do so because she is a joy to talk to and she we're lucky to have her uh, in town and and a th- this thoughtful person being the captain of the club so that's i'm i'm in the i'm in the bag there it would obviously if i get two you know who i get my you you know who i get my second one as the as the founder of the anna halferty fan club that'll be my number two uh so in addition to a little bit of other off the field news uh meg who has a broken leg <laughs> uh, or uh, two broken, two, two bones broken in her leg has been uh, Meg Linehan has been the, the butt of where is the NWSL schedule for three years now, I think at the at minimum, maybe, maybe even longer than that. Uh, but it finally did get released that that is now available uh, much to her, much to her enjoyment. She is now free. Uh, the spirit are playing six games at Segra and six games at Audi field. Not ideal, probably. I think every I think everybody that is everybody that's been following this club wants them to do, be doing all of these at Audi Field. It's a much better atmosphere. It's easier to get to for for a lot of people. Uh, but there are it, it, it's a. Uh, I think this is the last year, maybe of the original agreement. Maybe they can change things. I think it's really going to matter on how many people the Spear can get into Audi this year. Attendance was poor last yeah. year. I was not impressed, but COVID was still very much. Uh, very much a consideration for everybody. It still is a consideration for a lot of people, but I think a lot of other people are getting out a little bit more. So hopefully if they are getting out, they're going to consider going to Audi Field and watching these games. And they've, I mean, they've wanted, you would hope you get that championship bump. You would hope that you would get that. You win a championship, you're going to have more people come out interested in watching your product. The first game is at Audi Field, I believe, right in like beginning of May. Correct. And then it's a long, and then it's a long run of not, and then it's, and then it's away in Segra. Yeah, so I mean that's probably has something to do with DC's DC schedule. It is what it is with that. I'm I'm hopeful that this is kind of like well, it's kind of too soon to really think about this. You know, hopefully there will be maybe some consideration given to the spirit when you know DC sets their availability for the schedule coming up. Um, I, I think we've all we've all seen the news that there is a closer relationship. Teams now at the training facility, which is great. Uh, that they're that that whole drama has been settled so um i i think it's I, I think it can only go up i'm hopeful eventually this team's going to be in their own in their own facility in their own stadium 
Just, um, just to clear, clarify, I was wrong. Uh, the first game is at Audi Field, and so is the second game on the second home game on May fifteenth. Uh, and then they're not at back at Audi until July seventeenth. So geez. if you're if you're DC if you're in DC and ref, if you're one of those people that refuses to uh, admit that Loudon exists or cannot go to that part of the the world, then make sure you get to Audi Field uh, in May. Otherwise, you're gonna be waiting a yeah. while. Hey everyone, this is John. Are you enjoying the show? We hope you are. And if you are, we'd really appreciate it if you took a second to rate and review the show on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Those reviews help new people discover the show, and they help us grow our audience. And if you've got a friend or a family member who likes soccer, tell them about us. Thanks, and back to the show. And, and they really need to fight. like, cause for, for, So for me, for somebody who lives in Richmond... I will go to Audi Field. Like I will, I will, I will make it a, a choice to go out to this game. And I do. I'm, I am really going to try to go out to to a game this season. Uh, it's probably going to be at Audi Field because I. I'm sorry, I don't want to drive to Loudon because uh, it is just way out there. It's it's basically like adding an extra hour on my on my already like two three hour trip. Uh, and so I, I really. I just I look at that and I'm like, you know, maybe I was looking at a game in June. I'm like, well, they don't go there till July. And then it's like, you know, then it's like less days I have an ability to pick to to go to Audi Field. So I'm hopeful next year this is different. Maybe that agreement ends. Maybe maybe uh, maybe the the DC is getting a uh, I think I think they've now moved. They're going to move up to the to the women's Super League. So they're going to have more events out there. Hopefully that leads to um, hopefully that leads to them saying, OK, we're good on Segra. Why don't you? You know, we're going to have 10, 12 games at, at Segra now. You guys can go to, to Audi full-time. So Also, you know, the, but still, buy the jerseys, buy the tickets. That's the, way, that, yes. that's the way you can signal that you're able to support the team where you want to support them. It, if you live in the D.C. area and support the team, buy, you know, buy a ticket. Buy, buy a bunch of tickets out to Audi. If you don't want to go to Segra, don't buy tickets to Segra. Maybe that'll send the message. I don't know. I don't know. I, I want to say if you, if you I don't want to say we, we don't want to encourage that. Right. But, <laughs> but still buy tickets. Buy, you know, if you sell out Segra, then that also does the, the same effect. And they've I done think. it before. So, before. Before COVID, that was a thing that happened a couple times. So yeah, keep that keep that in mind. Oh, last thing about the schedule, I got to thank the NWSL for the number of five o'clock starts that this team has on Sunday. No, seriously, this is, you know, MLS could, could, could learn a lesson here. I'm going to count right now. They have one, two, uh, three, four, five, six, 5 PM starts on Sunday. That is extremely family friendly with kid friendly. It's commute friendly. It's Monday morning, wake up and go to work friendly. I, I love it. So thank you. Uh, thank you. NWSL schedule Lords for making that happen both at home and also uh, in other places. So it's not just a, a weird DC Audi peculiarity. It's a NWSL focus. So kudos. That's all I have to say on that. Yeah, uh, certainly. Uh, That's something, something good, good for you. I think I five, five o'clock Sunday, if you're looking at a game to make for you other than, you know, having like a Saturday night, maybe that you want to stay up or whatever, but that enables you to go to it and still come back that night and not, you know, have your whole Monday be ruined by getting back late. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for for me traveling, especially, I still think even if it's a five o'clock game, I'm not getting back on a Sunday until twelve, eleven, twelve if it's in Loudon. Probably. Oh, I'm, so, I'm, 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 I'm either one. Yeah, if, if, if yeah, Audi, yeah, I think yeah. you could you could do that. Yeah. So def. So um, and I I didn't notice that caveat on the schedule is very good. I think that's also maybe to try to break up um, DC. I'm sure I'm sure the team is still cognizant of when DC's playing and understanding that can impact attendance and everything like. And that. And it impacts so. podcasters certainly. Something <laughs> something they're obviously thinking about. People who can cover the people who can cover. I noticed the Spirit are playing at like the same time as the U.S. Um, Mexico game, 
So I'm gonna have to figure out that because I'm most spirit. It. I'll watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we're gonna split it, I know which one I'm taking. Uh, well, I have. I mean, I, I see. I have to sit in like abject, just like I have to sit in silence. I can't cheer for the U.S. team. I can't do any of that. Any of that. Any of that for for uh, for marital reasons. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sit right, and joy in silence, Ted. Yes, yes, yes. Um, all right, folks, that's going to do it, I think, for this episode of Kindred Spirits. Uh, again, guys, uh, I'm going to plug this again. You love Kindred Spirits podcast. Guess where you can hear it first? Hear it on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Refugees. Also, it's just a dollar. You can donate. You can donate to our. Uh, you can donate to our Twitch page. You can use your Prime subscription on our Twitch page. You can donate directly to our Twitch page. Give us four dollars. It's four dollars on Twitch. Give us a dollar on our Patreon, and then you get early access to the shows. Five dollars gets you access to all these things, and you get to support the show. And also, if you're listening to this feed, this show on the RFK Refugees podcast feed, uh, make sure you subscribe to Kindred Spirits yes. podcast by April first when we want to turn off the other feed that way we actually know how many of you are listening and where you're listening from. That's important for us. So yes. And rate two and week. rate and subscribe. <laughs> rate, subscribe. This is your two week warning. Switch over. We, we actually asked you guys, I mean, we, we never want to ask you to not listen to the show. I think I'm going to go ahead and say it. If you could right now, if you're subscribed to RFK refugees, Hit that unsubscribe button on the RFK refugee side, subscribe to kindred spirits, subscribe to United 96, subscribe to next in line. Uh, the for the uh, Loud United podcast, do all those things, and that way we get a we get a general sense of of how our listenership is going, uh, and we feel more comfortable, uh, you know, switching these feeds up. So you guys, a lot of positive response. So uh, if you guys could do that, that would be great. All right, that's gonna do it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we will catch you guys uh, next week, where we actually have more spirit games to talk about. Catch you later.